hear me. I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you, yes. Sorry Welcome about to the show. The... Hey, thanks for <laughs> calling. Sorry about the wait. Oh, good. You're probably taking a dump. <laughs> know me too well. So how are you doing this fine Sunday, Sunday, July 1st? Doing all right. Going to get through the day in your cell? I'm good. Got to work today. Work today. Working for the man. Working for the good old man. Fuck it. Fuck it. Somebody has to. Right. Somebody has to. Right. So what's good? Nothing. Nothing. I'm just excited to see what you got to bring. You said uh, last night when we were conversating that you had something good to talk about. I thought you had something good to talk about. I have oh, plenty right. of things to talk about. <laughs> I I did have something I wanted to ask you. Yeah, let's hear. It. Let's hear. It. Let's, or let's what's your it. what's your what's your opinion on it? it? This I don't know. Should and there's a reason, a couple of reasons why I asked this because I saw and read something about it. Do you think? Uh, do you think like churches or religious groups should be taxed? Should they, should they not be tax exempt, or should they? Why would they? Like, there's no reason for them to be a tax exempt. And and coming from somebody who is a who was raised, you Catholic. know, in a Catholic church, um, there there is a difference between like a priest and then a preacher. Right. Um. There's different sorts of religions. The priest literally. Like they are, they are ordained a house. They are set a place to live, and that's it. Like I understand that. Like I understand that because, like, that makes sense to me. But a preacher, like a preacher, can ask for those money in the basket, but he can get, he keeps that money. He keeps all that stuff. Like what people give him, like the the money from like. In a Catholic church, that money goes right back into the church. Right. Like, there's, if you think about it, if these people like Joe Osmond or whatever his name is, Olstein, like Olstein, there you go. That dude is literally the richest preacher in the world. In the world. How is he rich? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Like, if he's a man of God, he should be rich within love, not rich within money. Mm-hmm. So, like, people like that need to be taxed. Like, like heck. But the only reason he doesn't is because he's a man, uh, a God who, who, who preaches the word. So, since he is a church, quote-unquote, he doesn't get taxed. And I think right. that's completely utter bullshit, but... Right. Whatever. <laughs> no, I couldn't. I what couldn't else? agree with you anymore because I saw something and I read up on something. Um, I'm not gonna say the type of church it is. You know, you know what? Now nah, I'll go ahead and say it. I mean, I read up on something about 
Uh, what are the, what are they called? Evangelist or something oh, yeah, like that? Yeah. Whatever it is that they're called, you know, yeah. on on how it is that, oh, for example, how is it can one of them? How is it that one of them can have <coughs> two and a half million dollar estate? Exactly. Um, but it's for you know they had a and this wasn't even one that you could. Like, this wasn't a Joel Olstein or whatever his name is. This guy wasn't as big as him. But this guy had a $2.5 million house, you know, and he was being questioned by whoever it was he was being questioned on, you know, how is it that they can, you know, take the last bit of money from from people and they're sitting around driving in Benzo in a Bentley, wearing fucking Versace, wearing Louis Vuitton. You know, and he, like Louis Vuitton, for example, you know, how are you going to have like a, you know, like a $10,000 charge to Louis Vuitton one day? You know, why is it do you have that? You know, well, I'm a public figure. I got to be in the eye. You know, I'm in the eye of the public. I'm on TV, blah, blah, blah. Oh, well, hell, understandable. Okay, understandable. You know, but why do you have a Mercedes Benz? Why do you have a Bentley? Why do you have a Range Rover? Oh, I have a Range Rover because of... Oh, I have all that because of my high-profile clients. Oh, okay. Well, why is it you have, you know, $30,000 worth of hotels in two or three months when we treat our high-profile guests? Uh, I, mean, I mean, come on. I mean, there's like... There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like, those people that we say are the, you know, the people of the Lord, the people that are... You know, these people that are tax exempt, I mean, they're just fucking, I can't believe the way that they live, man. And and people still give them like their last bit of money. You know, they, they're sitting there watching them preach on TV. I think they just get them so convinced. They can convince people just push them to send them like their last bit of money. And that's what they were telling them, you know, how's it you can get, you know, these people to give you the last bit of their money for their hopes and, and dreams and so forth. You know, they're living in poverty and so forth. And, and you're over here driving around in a fucking, in a Range Rover, you know, like, and I, and you know, one thing, and I'm not trying to spark up any kind of debate, but I was raised in a Catholic church. I was, you're right. That, but that's one thing I've never seen in the Catholic church, unless I'm wrong, unless my eyes have been close to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I do see it more in non-Catholic churches that's almost say. no i agree i agree i 100 percent agree because like here in my catholic church here the house that was right next to the um that was right next to the um the church was the little house it was a house it was a like five bedroom house but it was all for the priests it was all for the priests that that worked at the church that was at the church and that was it. That literally was it. And, like, the extra rooms were, like, for people who came and, like, visited the church who were with the Catholic Church. And that was it. There was no Bentley in the front yard. There was nothing like that. I don't even think they had a car. If they had a car, it was it was not like that. I'll tell you that. You know what I mean? And it was, it, it just makes no sense to me, like... That's just kind of like really disappointing to me that these people could take advantage of people that, you know, believe in something and they're not really delivering anything. They're just delivering them hope. 
which if that's all they want, well, shit, let's have a PMP church and we'll be whatever they want us to be. And we'll be billionaires within the weekend. That, I, I mean, I guess, I guess that's right. <laughs> I mean, um, but like who are, yeah. And they're called, they're called evangelists, right? Is that what, yeah, is that essentially yeah. what they're, what they're called? Yeah. Uh, television evangelists. And yeah, I mean, so reading that, you know, and I, I just wanted to know, you know, what you thought about that. You know, and I think if I ever heard, if I was ever in a conversation, I heard somebody, you know, I gave so-and-so an X amount of dollars. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, there have been times in the past where, you know, I've seen, you know, like when I was younger, I seen my mom give like a 20 or a 20 and a 10 at the church. Yeah. And we got some people writing over fucking $100, $1,000 fucking checks to these people. You know what I'm saying? Just giving them literally all their life savings, you know. And to tell them that, you know, now they're going to go to heaven, you know, or, yeah. or, or something, something of that. And, you know, when I was watching this, when I was watching this, it was like, super. it was like, it was, I was watching this one video and then I read up on it. It was about 18, 19 minutes long. And it was, a, it was a, of an Afri- African-American, I guess, preacher, deacon. I don't know what he was, but he was the one answering all the questions, you know, and, and th- then they turn around and. You know, he has to, just to kind of tell you how this is, I mean, they're sitting there asking him, you know, about all this stuff that goes through, they're sitting there asking him, right? And he says, well, that has to go through the board. It's approved by the board. And then he's, they're like, well, who's on the board? And the guy's like, uh, you have to revert that question somewhere else. So the guy doesn't even know who's on the board, apparently, is making all these financial decisions. I mean, that goes to show right there that he's using the money whatever the fuck he wants. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's that's pretty pretty upsetting. You know, I've never even actually looked into something like that. You know, but looking into well, that like, now, well, like the, right. the part that makes me upset too is like, okay, so remember that flood that was in uh, Austin, Texas? That huge flood? Right. Was so, it uh, like the recent one? Like Houston? Yeah, Houston, Houston, there you go, okay. Houston. Okay, Houston. Um, they were asking Joel Osteen if they could stay at his at his church. He would not let anyone stay at his church. Nobody. Like, and and people are like, well, aren't you a man of God? And he was like, yeah, but this is private property. It's like, well, isn't a church technically public property? Isn't it a place of you know, of, uh, of kind of like, um, you know, you're, you're safe here. And he was like, yeah, no, I don't want anybody at my church. I was like, what the fuck? Seriously? Like this, that's that again, like if, if something like that happened at my church, I walked in there, they wouldn't ask me one word. They would be so happy that I came in praying or whatever, or being safe, you know, from anything and I was there at that church. You know what I mean? Like, if church is supposed to be called church, church is supposed to be a place of gathering and safe and feeling feeling welcomed. And, like, all these people are drowning in Houston, Texas, and this dude who has uh, a church. Massive church. A massive church that these people could at least kind of hang in for a little bit. And he's like, nope, 
you know, I don't want you here. What? That that made that made no sense to me. And after that, I was just like, well, you know, this guy's a crook and he's just full of shit, you know. And and the crazy part is he's like on the Forbes top fifty richest people in the world. Like, I'm sorry, but people like that should not be in the Forbes top fifty richest people in the world. He should be the poorest person in the world with the richest people who live around him. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. Makes no sense to me. Jeez. And I agree with you. And yeah, and then Joel Steen, you know, I was just kind of looking at some of his stuff. I didn't know he had the, well, it's the largest Protestant church in the U.S. is where he's a pastor at. Yeah. You know, but he has 7 million views a week. You know, 7 million people out there potentially sending this dude cash. You know, I wouldn't say I'll 7 million, you know what I mean? But, I mean, I'm comfortable saying a chunk amount of people are sending you know, money to this ministry or money to this word, you know, and I think it's all for fucking, for false hope, you know, but then, then again, that's just my opinion, but fuck, is that real shitty to see? God, I was watching that and it was just, it was irking me the wrong way, you know, because who's to know, there's just, you know, older, old, an older couple out there, you know, just barely holding on to life, you know, and they're out there sending them probably their social security money and shit. Yeah, yeah. And and all just to, in hopes that they get another day or another week or another year and motherfuckers are driving around in Mercedes. God damn, that hurts me. But anyways. Well, see, um, the part that irks me the most about it is he, he provides hope. Hope, you know what I mean? And these people believe that if I give this man money, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be part of that hope. Like, I'm gonna be better because I provided this money to this guy, and the Lord Jesus, God, whatever, is gonna be my savior now because I gave this man, who is the talker of Jesus, this money. So if I give this man this money, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be better, saved. Something. Saved. It's like <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You know, and I and I never saw as growing up in the Catholic Church, I never saw that I had to give money at the Catholic Church. You know, we were raised to where, like, you know, if you know if you don't have it, hey, you don't have it. Next time you come around, maybe you'll have it. Type deal. You know, and not even that, you don't even have to have it. Exactly. <laughs> like exactly. It, it was. It was. There was people I would see who put pray cards in there. They didn't even put money in there sometimes. And, like, I was, I'm coming from an altar boy. Like, you know, yeah, we had a nice church. But it wasn't like, you know, I could see where the money was going. It was definitely going to the church. Back in the was, church. Somewhere. It wasn't going to father, you know, father uh, whatever. <coughs> it was going to freaking my church. Damn. Well, look, I'm glad to see that we're on the we're on the same page with that one. Um, hey, and really quick, any um, any update on on DT and the whole border situation? Anything you want to share with us? Man, we had a lot of people freaking um, I don't know um, rallying here yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah, we had two of them at churches. It was kind of funny you said that, but two of them that were at churches. 
about? What was it about? It was about obviously the border situation, right? Yeah, um, it, it was. They were talking about like keeping people um, with their children. So the biggest thing is, yes, he did sign um, order, like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna make sure and get everybody with each other, kind of thing. But the the biggest thing now is is there's still there's still over two thousand people kids that have not been attached back to their family. Yeah, that's still the unfortunate one. That's what I saw also. So like 2,000 kids haven't been reunited with their parent or their legal guardian of some sort or guardian of some sort. And see, that was, that was, that was before that executive order. So they're like, they might not get anything. Really quick, where do you think, where do you think people in the U.S. are now about knowing all, knowing about all this? About knowing everything honestly, that's going on? Honestly, I still think they're around where good old Jim Carrey said, you know, like, 60% just don't give a shit. <laughs> 60% don't give a shit? Hmm. Okay. Well, I, you know, I can see, I guess I can see where you're coming from. I think I think a little bit more people care now. The thing is that I think I think a lot of I think a lot of the people had to be persuaded and pushed into actually caring. I think a little bit more people care now, um, but it's just I think people had to push, get pushed to care, and that's just what I what I think about it. I know we got some feedback uh, on one of our podcasts. <laughs> Um, hopefully we can get that person on to, that person on to come on with us on a, on a podcast here with us, you know, but in that defense, just really quick about the feedback, cause I don't want to say it all. Um, he was saying that more people did care, right? If I'm right, he's saying more people did yeah. care, um, which I'm saying more people care about what's going on, but I don't know if people care. I mean, I did a real-life experience myself. I asked two people, hey, what do you think about the whole border situation? And both of those people didn't know what was going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. They said, what border? <laughs> you know, so <laughs> I, I, I know why he feels. That's 100%. That's 100%. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but, like, two out of two, maybe, like, one out of two, I would have been like, all right, cool, but that's two out of two. You know, we just we just pretty much – we we just pretty much proved our point that more people don't even know or care what's going on. Well, I care what's going on. Of course, I hope he gets better. But <clears throat> that's all I had, or that's all I wanted to ask you. Uh, I know you're going into work now, so yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna bring up some more facts. I'm gonna bring this back up, and I'm gonna drop some names. And I hope if I drop a name that you get offended by, tell me why you get offended. Fuck yeah, that'd be awesome. All right. Bring the juice. So bring the juice. But I'm gonna I'm gonna be out. I'll let you end it. I hope everybody has a good Sunday or Monday whenever you hear it. You know what? Fuck it. A good rest of the year since it's already fucking July first. July first. July. So I hope you have a good one. I'm gonna be out. Peace. And this was another conversations with Phil and Pete. You guys, everybody have a good day. Peace. <laughs>